Welcome to Girls Gone Hallmark, a Hallmark review podcast. I'm Megan, and I'm a longtime Hallmark movie fan. I'm Wendy. I'm your former Hallmark hater. Today we're discussing Flipping for Christmas, which originally aired on the Hallmark Channel on Friday, November 3rd. We would love for you to be a member of our Hallmark family. Join us on Instagram. We are at Girls Gone Hallmark and at Megan and Wendy. Jump into our Facebook group. Hey, we let in like 35 new people over there this weekend. Hop in. Girls Gone Hallmark on uh, Facebook. You can just type in Girls Gone Hallmark in the groups section of Facebook or click a link in our show notes. Couldn't be easier. If you want a direct link to us, you can always email us, Megan and Wendy at gmail.com. We also have a website. It's meganandwendy.com. You can find detailed show notes for every episode. Lots more Hallmark content there. There's new stuff going up daily. Let's jump right into Flipping for Christmas with a synopsis. All right. It's almost Christmas when busy realtor Abigail agrees to help her sister with the simple flip of a recently inherited home. Unfortunately, co-owner Bo has other plans in mind. This does star Ashley Newbrow as Abigail. She has 28 acting credits. I was surprised by that number. I would have guessed it was higher. It includes this year's Love in Glacier National. She's also in a new installment. She's actually in four new installments of the Love Club coming next year. Look, that's blowing my mind reading this note because this year's the Love Club movies didn't do that well. Not great. Why and would most they? of them were direct to Hallmark Movies Now. Why would they make four more? In fact, they were on Hallmark Movies Now, and then they pulled one after it had already been on that app to air on the network. Yeah, they dumped them on like a Tuesday night here and a super random schedule for them. I don't understand why they're making four more, unless they're better. We'll see, I guess. One can only hope. Yeah. Marcus Rosner plays Bo. He has 58 acting credits. He will also appear with Ashley in another Love Club installment. So is he going to be in just one of those movies, you said? Yeah, and he was in one of the originals. Again, they're calling it the first season, and now we have season two. Gotcha. He's also in another holiday movie this year. It's called Coupled Up for Christmas, streaming on an app called Plex. I don't know if there's another network that originally aired that and now it's streaming, but honestly, the poster looks kind of cute. You and your posters this year. How, I mean, it's advertising. It's marketing is working. BTW, one of our awesome Facebook members photoshopped Megan into the Mystic Christmas poster Mm -hmm. and we get a real good laugh at it in our group. I'm going to put it on our Instagram because I think it is so dang funny. I think it's real funny. Natalie Lysinka plays Claire sister Claire. She has 66 acting credits, including a role in the prime TV series, The Lake. She has previously appeared in Hallmark movies, Christmas in Angel Falls and Under the Autumn Moon. On Ayaz plays assistant Jessica. She has eight acting credits, including a Christmas thriller called The Christmas Spirit. The man has the Christmas spirit stuck in his head, by the way. What channel is that on? All right. Ray Galetti plays Antonio. He has 64 acting credits, including Working Moms, and he last appeared on Hallmark's in Season for Love. I don't even remember that movie. No, it's been a minute. Okay. This movie was written by Brett Hurd. This is Brett Hallmark's debut. He has written a series of short films as well as early in his career, he wrote on television shows Originals and 
Life Unjarred. The director of this movie is Catherine Barrel, and this is her first movie directing credit. She has three credits for short films. She's also appeared as an actress in The Good Witch, Winona Earp, and Working Moms. Peter McNeil plays Grandfather Edward. He has a whopping 206 acting credits. Hallmark fans will know him from his recurring role on The Good Witch. Finally, this was filmed in Ontario, Canada during March and April of 2023. I cannot wait to hear your first impression of this movie. And before we give it, let me say, I had a very strong reaction to this movie. Mm -hmm. And then the community had a very strong reaction to our movie coming later this week. And mm -hmm. I was all fired up in the background just wondering what you were going to think. So let's hear your first impression. It's a hallmark of your. Mm. And yours? Who leaves a house to two unrelated people? Look, this is not an unfamiliar storyline for Hallmark, though. So I don't understand why you're so upset about it. <laughs> it's a dumb one. I'll give you that. I know that we've seen this. We saw it in that Vineyard movie, and then we saw it again with... The candy shop gets left to two people. Yes. See, to me, there's a difference between leaving a business to two people and leaving a home to two unrelated people. And here's why. Two unrelated people are not likely, unless you're in the Hallmark world, <laughs> to live in this home together. Sure. Now you've got a conflict of interests. The only logical solution here is to sell this home. Agree. So it should be... The house is to be sold with the proceeds to be split between these two individuals. I've got so many thoughts. Let's move on. If I may, I do think like the person who passes and leaves said home in a will is doing a real injustice to these two people. Yes. Like you said, it should be, I want to leave this home to these two people, but it must be sold and the proceeds then split. Yes. yes. It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't, it makes Not zero sense. throw yourselves into Thunderdome and fight to the death to see who gets to do what they want to do with the home. And that what if they both out? wanted to live there? What I if know. this is the, it, I wanted to throw things. That said, I didn't hate this movie. Let's talk about what we liked about it. I, I gotta say, I didn't hate it either. Good. I actually thought it was very middle of the road enjoyable. And uh -huh. I think it has a lot to do with the actors in it yes not necessarily the story or the characters yes because bows are real piece of shit totally but with all that said i do think the plot was full of hallmark cliches yeah. like from top to bottom yeah. and it left me feeling much like my first impression that this was a movie we would have seen during the previous era of hallmark yes and Mine smarter than ours tell us this was a Hallmark acquisition. Mm -hmm. And it's written by a new writer who's writing that classic Mad Libs Hallmark script. Yes. Didn't we just talk about that? Yes. And I personally think, I think Megan disagrees with me, but I think that Hallmark was like, yeah, give me any script you've got because we're stocking up because we know impending strikes are happening. I'd love to see a breakdown of the numbers in terms of how many acquisitions they have this year as opposed to years past. We were just discussing this in our Facebook group. And if you'd like to see that discussion, join us at Girls Gone Hallmark. And I, the answer for how to determine if something is an acquisition is make an educated guess. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say unclear. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but uh, this does appear to be an acquisition. And I think that 
that movies like tend to be a little bit more formulaic yeah. than some that are directly produced by Hallmark. Right. And I and I especially think some of our favorite writers mm. who write for Hallmark specifically are moving beyond those mm. formulas. Mm-hmm. Anyway, go on with what, what you liked. Well, as you mentioned, the actors made this movie for me, specifically Ashley and Marcus. I think their their energy is well matched in this movie. Again, I didn't love Marcus's character. I thought Bo was a jerk. I thought he was rigid and unwilling to compromise and not seeing the reality of the situation. Mm-hmm. But I thought Marcus was quite pleasant to watch on screen. I thought they had some nice interactions. I think they're a good on-screen pairing. I really love Ashley Newbrow. I really like her too. I think she reminds me of a cross between young Brooke Shields and young Denise Richards. Oh, I 100% see that. Her eyes are stunning. I really like her as an actor. I liked her in that National Glacier movie we watched. Sure. Me too. I would like to see her more. I don't necessarily want to watch a Love Club movie, though. We might have to if there's going to be four of them. Oh, boy. So I also, in terms of actors, really enjoy Peter McNeil, who plays Grandfather Edward. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of warmth in his character. I liked the teachable moment he has with Abigail. Where yeah. They're kind of untangling the light. Mm-hmm. And she's carried forward this lesson, like, you're not... Done when you're tired, you're done when you're done. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, that was a mistake. So this is so interesting to me. This secondary storyline between the their dad and the loss of their mom mm-hmm. and the dad kind of like living with regret, mm-hmm. basically, of like work was more important than family and the things that he's missed out on. And now that the mom is gone, like him really realizing like how much the mom – you know, the magic she created at the mm-hmm. holiday time, I thought was very good. I thought it was a very good storyline. Mm-hmm. And I kind of wish we got more of that. Yeah. But I really liked that whole scene. It just made me, as 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 an adult with aging parents, mm-hmm. you know, it it I found it very relatable. Yes. The last thing I liked is Ray Galetti as Antonio. He is such a quiet villain in this movie from the way he speaks. It's almost like a joke. Mm -hmm. I liked his villain acting in this moment. Got it. And the moment where they get out of the car and he goes, are we walking or driving? Yeah, that was funny. Oh, it's a block away. And he hops back in the car. I laughed out loud. That was funny. This is what I was a little unsure about. She was a realtor. Who who also flips homes. Unclear. Yes. Yeah. It's muddy. It is, right? Mm -hmm. Because I was like, she just lands this big job. She's going to do what for them exactly? Sell those units? Yeah. Is she an interior designer who's going (laughs) to make them look nice, or is she going to handle the actual sale? Right. Correct. It was a little like, what's happening here? And I did like that at the end. She's like, look, we're ending this like contract between us. How we get there, I didn't really love, but let's let's talk about There's what just, we wish it's for. It's two separate skills, though. You need to be one or the other. Both are full-time I jobs. I agree. Okay. My wish list is so long. Okay. Starting with, Abby is not the one 
who needs to be responsible for solving this problem for her sister. It is her brother-in-law's great-grandfather mm. who has left them the home. Okay. Her sister dumps it on her as if she owes it to her, as if it's her responsibility. And is it simply because she's childless that it becomes her responsibility? No, I think it's because she's got dad living with them. So she's like, you need to help me out here. Okay, fair enough. Two sisters, both equally responsible for the care of their aging parent. Fine. The the better alternative is dad lives with me. We don't actually have the space. I understand that you can't help care for him. Can you help me out financially? Mm. Can you help me sell this home and find us another home since you're a realtor? <laughs> but it's not just sell this home. It's no, not this house. No, not that home. The home that they currently live in that's oh, yes. too small. Yes, that's a good point. But saying, come here, take on this job, flip this house while you also have a full-time job. Mm. Yeah that you're doing on the side, and then Bo has the audacity to be annoyed with her every time she takes a phone call while she's doing this pro bono work for her sister. Yeah. No. Yeah. What else? I've said it in my first impression. If Bo cannot afford to buy them out, the only logical solution is to sell. What the hell is wrong with these people? He came in so hard that he was entitled to this property, that they were going to make it a bed and breakfast, and leaned hard into it. And I hate that the resolution is that it becomes a bed. I know. He wins. And part of the reason I hate is, oh, in two to three months, she says, you could be turning a profit. They could be. What's the draw to this small town? Just because you like living here, who wants to come visit? Well, her whole pitch on that property was that they were going to build this community center and have fairs and all kinds of stuff that would bring tourists to their small town. But when? Just during Christmas time? Like all year long? How's that working out? It just feels very unfair to her sister who says to her, we're living paycheck to paycheck. Mm, yeah. We need the money from this sale. And I know they solved the problem of Bo's going to donate his time and labor to the addition. Fine. That's one problem. Who's running the... You're hoping... Who's going to run the B&B? <laughs> Nobody says that. Nobody answers that question. Yeah. She's going to quit her job as a realtor and now run a B&B full-time? I guess so. They're going to hire staff with money that they do not have to I, invest in it? I, yeah. I don't know. The painting scene where they each bring their own paint colors and then paint them in stripes on the wall. What the hell is wrong with these people? Listen, okay, he really wanted red walls, right? Because it's festive two months out of the freaking year. Yeah, I wrote, what about in March? Yes. Let me tell you a quick story. Uh, in our old home, my husband and I, pre-kids, we had a s small little condo. Red was very on trend. We oh, we had a red bathroom. <laughs> we tried <laughs> we tried to paint our bathroom red ourselves. Mm. Working with red paint color, very difficult. Mm -hmm. We did the walls. It looked awful. I said, let's do the ceiling, too. We had a little red <laughs> cave. I would have to shut the door because every time I walked by it, I felt like the devil lives in there. It was just <laughs> awful. Then I had to hire a painter to come fix it. I did not like how they ended up painting those walls half and half. With a cherry out? Nope. Hated it. Dated. So dated. And red. No. Just... She was right. You want a neutral color. A neutral wall. <laughs> yes. Can I tell you, I absolutely hated that scene when they're trying to make it playful that they're getting paint on each other if some dude came at me with a paint roller and i don't know if you noticed got her boob he 
got her boob. That was the first thing. And I was like, are you kidding now me? Now my clothes are ruined. Yeah. I was like, what a jerk. He's such a jerk. And they're going to get paint all over this house that they're supposed to be renovating. That's not cute. Neither is smashing cake in my face at our wedding. I think I've complained enough. Do you have anything else? Yeah, I sure do. Uh, this title of this movie has nothing to do with it. They did not flip shit. And was this even a Christmas movie? I, have, have we seen a Christmas movie? I don't know. And again, I, I'm going to talk about this later in our next review. But I feel like Hallmark just got these movies and they're like, let's set it at Christmas time. And that's going to give us our 40 movies this year. Yeah, but the movie was already made. It's made and then sold. Okay. But You're I right. I think these producers are like, let's take this script Make it Christmas. We're selling a Christmas the writers movie. are like, hmm, gotta be Christmas. Does the Here's my script idea. Throw a Christmas tree in the front yard. Right. Put a Christmas tree in this house. Why? Wh- why are you putting a Christmas tree in a B&B that's not open or a house <laughs> that you're going to sell? What do you think? He fully decorated. He's like, I worked all night. So you're telling me this dude worked all night and painted the rest of the interior of the house all by himself? And then decorated it. Where did you get those Christmas decorations? And why are you decorating it? Nobody is staying there. Who's going to go water that tree? I, I I, don't understand. Okay, here's my last wish for. And it is a diversity check. Oh, yeah. Not a whole lot of diversity in this movie, except for the mayor. Yes. Which, don't even get me started. A developer is not paying the mayor for a piece of property. That doesn't work either. And Antonio's assistant. But yes, oh, it's, yeah. it's it's all side characters. Yes, yes, yes. That's it. Did you see that? Hold on. Yeah. In the very beginning, she's on the phone call on a walking desk. <gasps> Thank you for reminding me. The Thank- desk is so low. Thank you for reminding me. It made me wonder, have you used I your walking? I blame the dog. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> But the answer is I have to spend all of my waking hours downstairs supervising a dog. Yeah, so you don't get to walk on your... But I do walk two miles a day every day. I know you do. I know you do. Did you notice when they saw the empty property, there's a sign that says 90 acres for sale. And she goes, that's got to be like 75 acres. And he goes, (laughs) actually 90. And I was, it just was funny because there was a huge sign that said 90 acres. Speaking of huge signs, when they go chop down the tree, she goes, I'm going to go return the saw. And she walks by a sign, giant sign that says saws, pointing the opposite direction. I took a picture. (laughs) I took a picture. Thank you so much for reminding me because I had forgotten all about it. I had taken a picture when I was watching it. That is funny. My last note here is one we talked about in our... Girls Gone Hallmark Facebook group, and that is, would you eat a hot dog with no, cranberry sauce no, on it? No. And I love cranberry sauce. We made, last night, a full Thanksgiving meal in my house. I made cranberry sauce from scratch. It's not hard, y'all. Anybody can do it. But no, I would not. And I put cranberry sauce on all of my Thanksgiving foods. Yeah, but it just sounds gross on a hot dog. Disgusting. Somebody in our group did comment that they had sausage with cranberry sauce. And I was like, I could get down with that. But just like a freaking hot dog and a bun with cranberry sauce on the top sounds so gross to me. No, not everything needs to be a Christmas food. No. Speaking of that same scene, there is a, like, did you see that moment? They're walking with their hot dog and their hot chocolate. Again, terrible combination. 
like awful. But real hot chocolate in those cups. Okay. But she's holding her cup, and in one moment, it's overflowing with yeah. marshmallows. She yeah. hands it to him. There's The marshmallows have flattened out. He hands it back. It's full again. Yeah. No, I know. I just appreciated I, that there were liquid inside the cups. Yes. <laughs> and my last to just see that is there is a Balsam Hill ad during the commercials in a movie that has fake tree slander. Oh. And also, people that have fake trees are not lacking Christmas spirit. Mm-hmm. I'm the Christmassiest bitch you know. <laughs> It's true. Says the girl who has Christmas decorations up. It is November 6th. None of my decorations are up. We are prepped to put up our decorations. Outside's fully decorated. That's because we pay someone to decorate. They don't put those deers out. We had to test the connections and we are missing a core. It's all right. You're the biggest Christmas bitch there is. And we have a fake tree. And you know why? Because I can have my tree up a lot longer than I can have a real tree up. We also have a fake tree... And I was always team, like, real Christmas tree because I love the smell of it. But Christmas trees, real Christmas trees are expensive. Yeah. And they die quickly. So we invested in a fake and tree. Fire hazard. Buy yourself yeah. a good candle. I did just buy me a nice smelling tree candle. So a Target? No, I bought it at the hair salon. Oh, look it's at It's a you. volume spa candle. Oh, I love that. I know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. I can't think of what it's called, though. But Oh, Target has a great dupe for that. Fraser Fur, the Tim's candle. Yes, yeah. they do. Yeah. Just listen to a future episode approved for that. All right. What did you rate flipping for Christmas? I gave it two stars. Oh, I gave it three. Three is a real middle-of-the-road rating for me. I honestly thought know, it was going to be so much worse from you, the way your reaction was to this movie. I, I didn't find it totally unpleasant to watch after the first 20 minutes. Once we got past the, oh, it's a and b oh, it's Flip, like once they were just not really dealing with that so much, I thought it was a, an okay, it's maybe two and a half, three... Mm. In that realm. Okay. We will be back on Thursday with the new episode of Girls Gone Hallmark featuring our review of Never Been Chris, starring one Tyler Hines. If you love this podcast, we love so much your five-star ratings and your reviews, which you can leave in the Apple Podcast app. We'll see you next time. Bye. Goodbye. Are you tired of waiting for sparks to fly on your dating app? Do you dream of running through airports to deliver an out-of-breath, unplanned monologue? Then stop doom-scrolling and start listening to Meet Cute Rom-Coms, feel-good love stories that take you from chance encounter to grand romantic gesture in just 15 minutes. We're bringing rom-coms back. Get a brand new Meet Cute series on the first Tuesday of every month, with new episodes twice a week. Fall in love with Meet Cute Rom-Coms, wherever you find your podcasts. Is this where we kiss.